You're listening to the Pro Wrestling Talk Podcast, where we do predictions, news, and beyond for each NXT and WWE pay-per-view. And now, here are your hosts, Travis, the Varsity Villain Terry, and the MH Show himself, Michael Hensley. Welcome, this is another edition of the Pro Wrestling Talk Podcast with your host, the varsity villain himself, Travis Terry. That's me and the co-host, Michael, the MHO Hensley, tagging in for the hot tag. Michael, say what's up. What's up, everybody? And we're just here concluding uh, TLC. Uh, we're going to do a post-show on it, kind of give our reactions to that here. Uh, obviously, you can go ahead and follow us at Pro Wrestling Talk, Pro Wrestling TLK, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Follow me at Travis Terry, too. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, also, follow the Waste of Time pod uh, for your gaming info and the Andrew V. Music and the uh, Andrews Pub. Uh, won't get an Andrews Pub tonight because it's obviously a delay with the pay-per-views um, and times and things of that nature. So, uh, we'll get that in the next uh, pay-per-view around our award show that we're doing. Here in the next couple weeks, our year-end review of uh, moments and things like that. We're going to get some categories up here and uh, and go from there. But, uh, Mike, you want to go ahead and give your plugs of the evening? Uh, yes, you can follow me at MHSHOW21. That's M-H-S-H-O-W-21. That's on Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, and you can add and PlayStation Network if you want. And you can add me on Facebook was making the polls and stuff like that. And, make you know, we're always commenting stuff like that on there. So, yeah, you can add me. And, um... Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yep, pretty much in a nutshell there. And uh, again, today, obviously, well, first of all, before we get started, you can go in over to collarandelbowbrand.com and use our promo code PWT at the checkout, and you'll save 10% on your order. And the Christmas special is still in effect, guys. Yep. Go over there and uh, use the promo code PWT and send us a confirmation either through, if you're on Twitter, send us a direct message through our page, or if you're on Facebook, send a direct message, send a message to us there on that with a screenshot, or uh, like I said, Instagram, if you want to send a direct message on there that's fine too you can obviously go over there and send us through direct message send us a screenshot if your confirmation email you know that you've used the code and uh you know applied the discount to it and uh either michael or one of us here will send out the um cover the shipping for you guys so that's another additional i don't know how many percent if you do the shipping just don't go overboard on the shipping no don't go next day shipping or you know two day shipping the standard shipping will cover for you guys so that's another percent off that you guys are going to get just by you listening to the podcast and supporting the product um but like i said that's our spill on collar and elbow they got a lot of stuff going on over there so definitely check them out um we'll go ahead and jump into our reactions to tlc um you know just overall we'll get into the overalls a little bit later but you know it was okay to say the best you know it wasn't very good honestly in my personal opinion the main event was good which we'll talk about that a little bit later but uh we'll go ahead and jump into the first match of the evening which was the cruiserweight championship match you had buddy murphy versus versus cedric alexander the match itself was you know was pretty good you know like i said again i was feeling out we do our fantasy wrestling um, and we, you know, fill out our predictions on the packets and things like that. And I was honestly filling out my packet about throughout the whole match because we got there pretty much right when the pre-show was starting. And I was filling out my packet throughout the whole match. But I did catch the end of it. 
Uh, it seemed to be, a, you know, a kind of a good back and forth match, but it just nothing wasn't nothing stood out to me during the match. Uh, wasn't wasn't anything like what we've seen before, like at the uh, the Super Showdown, you know, when you had Buddy Murphy win his title and have an awesome epic match. Nothing like that. Uh, if I was grading that out of ten, I would probably give the match tonight probably around a six out of ten. Um, I'm sure it was probably good if I watched it all the way through, but again, I caught just the back, the back end of it there. So overall, it was okay, but I've really not got anything to say on that one there. Uh, Buddy Murphy obviously retained his championship on that. Mike, what was your thoughts on that? Yeah, it really threw us off because there's always just one pre-show match, but this time they had actually two pre-show matches. Right. So that really threw us off. When we're filling our packet, we usually know we got an hour. We, we usually know we got 30, 40 minutes because yeah. the match is not usually. So we like to get, you know, we take our time, but then it's like, no, we got 15 minutes of the pre-show, and it's like, oh, crap. Yeah. 30 having a match. It's right. like, holy, holy hell. Holy hell. So, you know, that was uh, that threw us off. The crowd was into the match at the beginning doing the 205 chance, and then they died down, and that's what really hurt the match for me. I thought the match, because I actually, I didn't even really start filling my packet. Well, I, I went and filled that part in real quick, but I watched yeah. the match mostly and stuff. But it, it was all right, but it was really a downer kind of what their matches had been on the Cruiserweights pay-per-view matches lately. Sucked that ended up getting pushed to the pre-show. I felt there was other matches on the card that probably could have been pre-show just as easy. Or figured out ways you could have ended up getting it onto the main show. So, uh, I mean, it was. I mean, they did give them time though, but they had like a commercial break or two in the match, and I, I'd give it a seven point two five out of ten. Yeah. I felt like it could have been pretty decent, but I felt like it just was overshadowed, and it being that early, and the crowd being into it, but then like at the beginning, two oh five, two oh five, and then all of a sudden, no, they're just dead and didn't care couple decent spots but spots we've we've already seen between these two so a 7.25 out of 10 then that would bring us uh we'll go ahead and jump in our next pre-show match elias is going to do a performance he's going to bring sing the song walk to san jose i don't know i'm not from california so don't hold it against me i'm not really into the so whatever but he was going to do that and then bobby lashley interrupts him and leo or leo rush cutting a promo and stuff like that and bobby bends over and is slapping his butt and I don't know. So then they jump into their ladder guitar on the ladder match, even though the whole concept going in was that whoever climbed up grabbed the guitar could use the guitar, which I basically I called it on the last podcast. I'm like, okay, so it's a guitar on a pole match. Yeah. But you're just putting it on a ladder, you know, instead of a pole. I was like, you're taking a Vince Russo ideal, and you're just, oh, well, we'll just kind of go with it. No, that actually was not the case. It ended up being whoever climbed up, grabbed the ladder, or grabbed the guitar, just won the match. Right. Elias climbs up, grabs the t- guitar, and it's over. Then he ends up about to use it on Bobby Lashley. The match is over. They've already declared Elias the winner. And then Leo Rush attacks him, and then Bobby Lashley gets the guitar and just hits him over. And it's just like that takes the whole concept away. I know he's a heel, but it's just like on the last previous podcast, I said, how about you have Elias get the guitar. He's about to win. Leo Rush comes there and interferes. About to take the guitar from him. And then boom, he gets hit with a spear or something like that. Or dominate. You know, you could have done so many and had Bobby Lashley win. Then even use the guitar after the match, you know. Or, or had Elias use the guitar on Leo Rush to shut him up, knock him out. And then had, had the image of Bobby Lashley carrying Leo Rush out, you know. Yeah. I This match fell short. This was a really, this was not good for me. Uh... I mean, people may love. I, I didn't like it. I really didn't. I mean, I love ladder matches. That's the thing. This was a 
piss poor ladder match. I really don't even know if you'd consider it a ladder match. Yeah. There was no ladder spots, no real spots with the ladder really. So disappointed in this one. Um, honestly, like I was saying on the last podcast, this was a match I thought, you know, especially with the whole thing they end up doing later with the Corbin match and stuff like that, they, this whole match could have probably just been scrapped. And especially with even the McIntyre and all that stuff. I'll get into that here in a little bit. But as far as this match, I give it a 5.75 out of 10. I was really disappointed in this pre-show match. Because this match, actually, we already had our packet pretty much rushed and done. So we did pay attention to this match. But that's it, I, it wasn't much for me. But other people may think different. So, I mean, that's the thing. Yeah. And I'm in agreement there. I pretty much can echo what you said there on that. It just wasn't much of a match. And the whole concept of the... Uh, uh, it had us all threw off there when he grabbed the guitar i was jokingly saying when he got it he's like well that's it you know just kind of jokingly and uh the, the bell ended up ringing and then that was it and i was like what i you know i was just kidding to myself but uh you know and it ended up being in that kind of fashion which i didn't really like the concept of the whole match to begin with the guitar hanging up there it's like what's the like what's the end game like we've seen guitar spots throughout raw it's not like something's really special it's like Elias has busted guitars over at Leo Rush before. He's did it to, you know, other people before. It's not like it's this real special spot. It's like, okay, they got the guitar, and then end up uh, Elias gets the 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 butt end of it here tonight. So it's like I didn't really care much for the concept of the match going in. I really wasn't pumped, honestly, going in. I like Elias and I like Bobby, but the whole concept of the match it's just a gimmick match, and it's kind of a waste of time in my personal opinion. But it is what it is. You have Bobby Lashley going over, uh, or Elias going over, but Bobby gets him uh, towards the end as Elias was the first one to grab the uh, the guitar. But overall, in the match itself, I'd probably give it a. I could be Echo Michael five point, uh, you know, seven five out of ten or six, solid six. Just really wasn't high on the match at all. Um, but we'll go ahead and jump into the next match there, which was the uh, SmackDown. Take the oh, the Mix Max Challenge, right? The Mix Max Challenge, which was, uh, you know, obviously Jinder Mahal and Alicia Fox versus Carmella and R Truth. Um, again, we we here didn't get to catch this match. Honestly, we was out getting some some beverages, some hot chocolate, and some uh, you know frozen uh, L8 cherry. If you're ever in the Kentucky area, you know the L8, obviously. But we didn't get to catch this match. But the winner, I, th- I felt the right winners won. If this was going to be the two, which was Carmella and uh, R Truth, they're pretty much over with the crowd doing the five second dance thing or the seven second dance or whatever. And um, like Michael was talking about on our previous podcast, it would be cool if uh, R-Truth come out in the women's match thinking he was the 30th contestant. And, and, and you know, uh, obviously he's not a woman, so he would end up getting disqualified from that and the men's match. And just been a funny spot during the Rumble for the uh, women's. Would have been really cool. But, you know, that still potentially can happen. You can have a surprise entrant at uh, the match or the 30th contestant in the men's as R-Truth gets disqualified. Maybe have a shocker come out there and let let, uh, let us, you know, look forward to something on that 30th spot. Like, who could it be since R-Truth gets disqualified? But overall, I'd say the match itself with Gender and, and Fox and uh, Elias and Carmella, or I mean, uh, not Elias, <laughs> uh, Carmella and R-Truth, I'd say the match itself probably was around, a, I'd say, solid six. We didn't get to watch it so i really can't fairly grade that so i would just safely say it was probably a six mike we thoughts yeah i mean my brother he talked about the segment after the whole they get the paid vacation wherever they want to go oh, yeah, and he probably. said stanford connecticut that sounded really funny yeah uh yeah the, i think the whole spot i think that's the route they're gonna go as archer comes out 30th in the women's yeah I, I just think that's what they have to do and i think that'll open up the men's because 
I feel like the 30th spot in the men's is going to be a surprise. It's going to be big. It's rather going to be my early predictions before I start seeing any names or anything. I'm guessing it'll be The Rock, Kevin Owens, or Dave Batista. Could be even Goldberg. Could be the 30th yeah. spot. You know, uh, Undertaker. Could be potential Shawn Michaels. I think Michaels. I think Shawn has a great chance being the 30th. Yeah. But, you know, I think it'll be somebody big like that. <laughs> CM Punk. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> uh, oh, sorry. Something got stuck in my throat there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but uh, I, I think they're going to set up something big. And I think they're – because I don't know. I just feel – I feel like the 30th spot in the women's rumble is not as really as big as the men's. I feel like it's really a letdown if Archer's the 30th in the men's. Even though it could be a funny segment. But the 30th in the men's every year is always that like, who's it going to be? That's everybody's looking for. And then it's not who you want it to be or it's not somebody big and then you're super disappointed. So it just kind of feels like you get towards the end of the Rumble and and like, well, Randy Orton's in the Rumble, but he ain't came out yet and there's 29th. So, you know, you know, our truce 30th. So, you know, Randy Orton's will be 29th, you know, Mm kind of takes the fun out of it. So I feel like it's he will not be the 30th. But I feel our truth and them, they, that's fine with them winning. You know, if you're going to, especially, I think, setting up some surprise entry and something fun out of this whole thing. Right. But then I guess we'll jump into our next match. Because, I mean, in this yeah. in that match, I didn't really watch, so I'd, I'd, give, it a, I'd give it a six because they said it wasn't really long. And so, right. so that jumps us into the SmackDown tag title match. Yeah. The Usos taking on the New Day to fighting the bar for the SmackDown tag championship. This match, to me, felt solid it, it didn't feel like this match is a ladder match or a TLC match oh right could have been really good I felt like yes. but I mean really it just it had no nothing special about it nope for the three the caliber of the three teams I've really felt disappointed on what this match was especially when we've seen other matches and stuff like that just two of the teams mm-hmm. but you have all three and all three of them great workers I don't know I was really disappointed in this match as well and I mean, was it okay? It was all right. I mean, yeah. but it felt like a SmackDown tag match. It, it really did not feel like, and especially for it to be like the the main opener for us, basically. It should have been like a match that would have been like, oh, okay, sweet. Right. This match, though, it kind of fell flat for me. Nothing special. No, I mean, there was nothing, nothing grand about it. I give it a uh, 6.75 out of 10. It's just an, an average match. Yeah, and I'm in, I'm in agreement there. I can echo what Michael says as well. It had potential. I think WWE really missed the ball by not making this a TLC match or a ladder match if you just want to do that. And you can obviously use chairs and all that and Kendo Six if you want. I or think even that, a table elimination would have been fun. Too. Yeah, yeah. Any kind of gimmick for this match would have been perfect. I think just having this a plain you know tag plain Jane tag match. I thought WWE really missed the ball on this one. I thought this could this match could have been one of the the best ma- well, obviously the could have been the best match of the night you know it, it could have overshadowed the main event or you know Daniel Bryan AJ or what have you you know in that aspect I think it had the real potential to do it but it just they missed the ball and had it a singles match and the bar did retain their uh, Smackdown Tag yeah. Team Championships um Again, I just thought they missed the ball. It had some okay spots. You had a lot of back and forth, a lot of, you know, kicks, you know, and just just a lot of cool stuff happened during the match, but it just it didn't live up to what I thought. They just, again, WWE missed the ball on the match top. Just a plain, plain tag match. But I can echo 6.75, maybe solid 7 out of 10, I'd give that. Um, not really much else to say on that one. Uh, we'll move into our next match of the night, which was the, uh, what was the, what was the next match after that one? 
I'm trying to think. Um, so I'll tell you what. I'll get my packet out right now. We'll be able to... It was, uh, I'm trying to think. So we had New Day in them. Where did the table match yet? Um, oh, uh, was it Night Night Ronda? That was too early. Let's see what we got. I'll, I'll turn on. We'll, pardon us here, guys. We'll go through the match order here we had. After yeah, after New Day and them was. I'll pack it all out. You know, one second, guys. We had, we had the match orders and things like that on our packets. So we had the next match after New Day and them. Oh, it was the Braun and Corbin segment. Oh, yeah. The, the Braun and Corbin segment there. Um, <clears throat> again, obviously, Braun shows up, you know, after, you know, Braun, everybody's thinking, oh, Braun's got the elbow surgery and things like that. Just give you kind of a short rundown of what happened. Um, you know, Braun, Baron comes out there. He slaters the referee. Um, they come out there. He's like, oh, go ahead and count. You know, he counted count to ten, get my uh, forfeit victory here. He gets to about four or five. Braun's music hits. He comes out in an elbow sling. Comes out there, um, gets on the apron, and he's like, "Oh well, you know, I may not can beat you with my one arm, but this match is no disqualification, and I can have help." So here comes Apollo Cruz, Rude and Gable. Um, Apo- uh, see Apollo Cruz, Finn Balor, I think, and then Heath Slater took off his um, referee shirt. So they're all coming out there, kind of like all the good guys, pretty much on Raw, and. Um, come out there and they pretty much beat Corbin they just beat him up, hit him with stuff hit him with chairs, do all this and that leave him there laying and Braun gets on him and stomps on him 1-2-3 gets the pinfall victory over him pretty much that was it Braun, Braun is your victor here without laying a finger on Corbin pretty much and uh, Baron Corbin is no longer the GM of Raw technically here so uh, I mean this little segment here I, I mean I don't know. I really know how to grade it. I guess like six out of ten. I mean, it was just a kind of what we thought. We all kind of thought Braun was going to show up and, and beat Braun or beat um, Baron Corbin at this, this spot. But I didn't expect you know he Slater to be the ref and kind of turn on him or anything like that. But you know it is what it is. So you know I'd, I'd give it a six. You know Baron's not the GM anymore. So we'll see what happens as Vince McMahon is going to be there tomorrow on Raw to have a shakeup. So we'll see what happens. Mike, what was your thoughts on that? I didn't like it. Um, I'm totally fine that you, if you make so many enemies, eventually it's going to bite you in the butt. You keep, if you take over, you know, you keep using your power, eventually it's going to turn against you. Everybody, you know, all these enemies are going to eventually, one enemy, a couple enemies turns into an army. Yeah. You know, eventually you piss enough people off, you have a right, you know. And that's kind of what, I'm, but, but it just made me mad. It's like, okay, so where the heck was like Bobby Lashley? Where was Drew McIntyre? So Finn can come out there, but Drew McIntyre can't? Right. Where was Authors of Pain? They right. just lost their tag titles to Bobby Roode and them. But they're not out there. They're not mad, but Gable and Roode's off. Yeah. Pete and they just won the titles. <laughs> they got, I mean, their punishment is they had to fight against Eli Drake. And, you know, he was one of the, it's like a three-on-two. Yeah, that's a real punishment. A guy that's some freaking uh, manager, yeah. yeah. But it's just like, I don't know. I just felt like Corbin should have had some kind of, Back up, or at least had like authors of pain come out there and like kind of like guys, guys, you know, and had them come out and just kind of like, ah, you're on your own. Yeah. That would have been so much better for me. Right. I hate that you know it was the faces that took advantage of the bad guy and just just beat them and like buried them basically. Yep. And I don't know. I mean, I understand the whole concept. I'm fine with the way they did it. If Court Braun Strowman can't fight, this is an easy way to do it. But at the same time, it could have been done so much better. With I felt like there could have been the authors of pain and them get involved. 
You literally had no role for them on the thing. They just lost their titles. They should be pissed off. Yeah. But no, instead they don't even help. Instead they just take the loss. And then I hate how excited Renee Young and Michael Cole and them was. It's just kind of yeah, like. Yeah. It, it's just, I don't know. I just feel like. And it's just like, it's like they've already kind of confirmed that the shakeup is Corbin getting fired. Right. And it's kind of like, well, we kind of knew that when y'all are announcing there's going to be a shakeup. And then before the match, y'all are going to say, Vince McMahon's going to be there to show up and he's going to address the whole Baron Corbin situation and stuff like that. And it's just like, really? It's just like you're already telling your results to this match before it even happens. Right. I, I didn't like it. I mean... I understand it, so don't people like, well, that's what they had to do. I mean, I know what they had to do, but I felt like there was other ways they could have did this that could have been smoother and done a lot better on everybody's half behalf. Yeah. Uh, overall, five. Yeah, it's it's kind of hard to grade those type matches like that. It really is. It's just like it's it was what it was, you know. It's like the parts I liked. I liked the the Heath Slater part of it. I did like that aspect, him taking it off. But sense. then putting the referee shirt, loved that. Thought that was good. Yeah. Even Apollo, I'm fine with that. But Rude and Gable, I'm kind of like, eh. And then even Finn, I'm like, yeah, they beat you up, but still. Yeah. It's just like, why are you out here? You're, you've got a match with Drew later. If you want to yeah. do something, I, mean, I don't know. That was my real gripe, is I felt like Corbin should have had some kind of backup support. Or had them at least kind of come out and then be like, ah, you're on your own. You know, like, right. we really don't care for you. You know, we was just using you, basically. I'd been totally fine with that. Yeah. That would have made a lot more sense. But, overall, I don't know, I was pretty disappointed in that. So, what does that take us to our next? That takes us to the Natty and uh, Ruby match. Uh, Natalia versus Ruby right in a tables match. Pretty good. I mean, they weren't, I mean, nothing special. I'll go ahead and give it probably a seven and a half out of ten. I thought, I mean, it got, it got, it did the whole thing of redemption for Natalia. She put every, she first put Liv Morgan through a table in a really good table spot, actually. Where she got, dang, she got fucking, I mean, well, she got, (laughs) sorry for my language, son, she got busted through. That was a really good spot. But then, then, then she ended up putting Sarah through it, you know, and that took out the right squad, which is all right. You know, that makes it a one-on-one matchup. And you got a couple table spots, you know, in a tables match, you know. Yeah. Uh, then Ruby brought out the whole Jim Neidhart uh, table and stuff like that. And then, you know, they're fighting over that. And then Natalia gets the offense for a minute. And then Chico gets a Ruby Riot table and ends up putting Ruby with a powerbomb through the table and stuff like that. Pretty good spot. Actually, I mean, this match was pretty solid. Yeah. I mean, for it to be what it was... Two women in a, in a tables match, and like Natalia's kind of a slower worker. I mean, Ruby's pretty solid, but they're both neither. Like, they're not. I'm not bashing on them, but they're not Charlotte or yeah. you know one of them. Obviously, yeah, right. But I thought it was pretty good, though. Actually, for what it was, it was probably at that point probably the match of the night. Actually, after yeah. thinking about it and everything, yep. it was one of the better parts of the night. Highlights of it for a feud that had nothing to do with any titles. No championships, a straight-up actual storyline that was pushing the edge, and a payoff to actually let Natalia. I was wrong on the predictions. I thought Ruby Wright, after all that, would end up still getting the win, and that'd be kind of what starts to turn Natty Hill. Yeah. But instead, they let her. Wear, she was wearing her dad's jacket and stuff like that when she did the power bomp through Ruby. I forgot to mention yeah. that. Yeah. So then afterwards, she was pointing up to the sky and she was emotional and stuff like. That. So that was pretty good. Yeah. You know, overall, I'd give it. I'm gonna give it actually 
for the fact the storytelling of the match, I'm gonna give it a 7.75 out of 10. Yeah, I was I was actually gonna give it that same rating, obviously, Mike. There, I thought it was well done. The storyline was good. It had a payoff to it. Natty got her redemption. There's not a whole lot to say about it. You know, the match was good. Had again good table spots during the match. You had, uh, like I said, uh, Ruby Ruby get put through one, obviously, and then you had Sarah Logan get put through one, and Liv Morgan was the first one to get put through a table. So it was all it was all good. It made sense. It told a good story throughout the whole match. It told a story. That's but what we're looking for in matches in my personal opinion you told a story of the the table getting brought out with a jim Nightheart on it but then the tur- table's turned and she got one with ruby riot on there so you know it's it, it told a good story at 7.75 i couldn't agree more there on that uh segment here but next we actually had uh drew versus finn at the match that we forgot on the predictions obviously there <laughs> when we first did our prediction show we did it at the end um this match was honestly it was kind of forgettable, to be honest. I really, did, I, I really don't remember any high spots during the match. Besides, it's twelve minutes and eight seconds. And that's what, yeah. That we did a time limit on that. I forgot. I'm glad you mentioned that. We did a time limit on it. We all kind of guessed what the uh, the time limit on that would be. Uh, it ended up being twelve minutes and like eight seconds, eight seconds something like that. I, I predicted it would, be, and Michael Michael predicted the twelve in that range, so he got that right. right at twelve minutes. Why well, I said so. Yep. I had that. Give or take a second or two. So. Yep. I had the range of around 7 minutes 30 to like 8.30 and around that range, and I was off there. It, it almost ended. Uh, Finn did hit, like, got up to hit the coup de gras in that moment, but uh, it ended up getting reversed. So it is what it is. You know, uh, Finn got the surprising victory, though, off, over Drew there. Uh, kind of shocked I was wrong on that prediction. I had Drew going over and kind of building his way up to the Royal Rumble and things like that, but Finn did get the shocking victory here on that. Um, the match itself, I'd probably give just a solid seven. It had a lot of cool back and forth, you know, back and forth shots. Drew and Finn's both great workers, but I mean, nothing to go home about. I couldn't really remember anything, honestly, than the time limit. Ziggler. Had the Ziggler interference, yes. Ziggler, that's the reason it was kind of a shock. I honestly forgot about that. Ziggler come out there from the crowd, did a super kick to Drew, uh, you know, and then let that honestly led um, him into the ring to get coup de gras by Finn uh, under a chair. So uh, th- that spot was, you know, it's pretty cool. It made sense again. Again, it told the story of the you know the uh, Ziggler and Drew. So, so that storyline, I'm assuming, will go on and Finn will, I guess, move on to I guess to the Royal Rumble or something else. But um, probably it's just solid seven. You know, it was okay. Nothing to go home about, but it was solid. And Finn got the shock and victory. That's what kind of elevated the rating for me there. But Mike, what are your thoughts on that? It was it was a decent match. They had a couple little spots. It was all right. But I mean, overall, it was nothing spectacular. Uh, I mean, I guess it's a shocker that Finn won because everybody, every one of us had picked Drew and then even on the, or, you know, podcast we picked Drew and then even on uh, the packets, everybody, all five of us had picked Drew. Um, So, I mean, maybe, uh, hopefully it leads to some, but the thing is like, I mean, I give them, what'd you give it? A seven. Seven. I give it a 7.25, but that's, uh, but the thing is, is, uh, well, later on, they. I mean, we'll go ahead and kind of get into that just for a second, just because this will be basically this wraps up that whole entire bow. Yeah. Uh, but Finn Balor's cutting a promo, or he's in the back and interviewed, and they're like, "What about this win and stuff like that?" And he starts talking, and then Ziggler comes up and says something. Then uh, Ziggler lays him out. So it's like Ziggler's still a heel. Yeah. And it, and now they're announced that they're fighting tomorrow on Raw, and it's like, eh, well. It's like okay. Doesn't make me want to tune in to Raw, honestly. So, yeah, you know. it's just kind of like, oh, okay, well. 
But I mean, I guess it's it's setting up Finn to be one of the prominent Royal Rumble guys. I'm guessing yeah. Drew will be one of the prominent Royal Rumble guys. Yeah. Since we know Brock versus Braun's Royal Rumble, or as for the Universal Championship at Royal Rumble, we can that we can go ahead and tie that up that storyline thing. So we know where that's going. So we know that Finn will be in the Rumble more most likely. We know that uh, Drew Ziggler and Drew will both be in the Royal Rumble as prominent guys that'll be built around. Yeah. But. Um, yeah, this match, I mean, it was, uh, the, I guess, the shocker that Drew actually got beat and they're getting this close to Royal Rumble season and him promoted as much as he is. So, yeah. I, I mean, it was it was like Travis said, it was a pretty forgettable match. I mean, it was just like a basically a Raw main event kind of match or just a Raw match. It was nothing It was nothing spectacular. 7.25 out of 10. Yeah. If you loved the match, great. If you didn't, well, then I'm kind of, I mean, it wasn't bad. Right. It was not bad, but it was not a match that blew me away. Even the spot of the card maybe was not the. I mean, if it had been like the opening match, maybe I'd been more into it. So, yeah. But uh, yeah, that's all I gotta say about that one. Yeah, and then we'll move on to the next match there, which was uh, Rey Mysterio versus Randy Orton in the tables match. Chairs. Uh, or t- tables, chairs match. I'm sorry about that. Uh, chairs match. Um, the match itself, you know, we, this is one of the things we talked about earlier on the. Uh, the uh, prediction podcast. We talk about how we do the packets, and uh, you know we have the mo- the uh, question there: how many chair shots will be hit during this match? And we had a fun time with that. Um, overall, the match itself, you know, was pretty good. Had a lot, of, you know, had a lot of physical chair match, uh, chair shots rather. Um, with Rey Mysterio picking up the victory here on this one, like I think we we. we what, huh? 18 chair shots? Yeah, we had 18 chair shots total. Yeah, and Ray Mysterio did pick up the victory. And I'm pretty sure a lot of us did pick Ray. You picked Ray too, didn't you, Mike? Orton. You picked Orton? Okay, I think I picked Ray on that. And I think a few of we kind of was back and forth on that one. But, I think it was mixed, 3-2. Yes, yeah, 3-2 on that. So it, it could have went either way. I could, it would have made sense if it went either way. But Ray got the victory there on that. Um, the match itself was okay. Again, not, nothing to go home about. Uh, I would assume it would probably – Maybe end this feud, or maybe continue the feud on into Rumble, and they're I'd like. I'd say to continue. It'll be one of the. There'll be two of your Rumble guys. Yeah, definitely two of the Rumble guys. Are Ray is a big name, and Orton obviously is too. But the match itself, seven point two five out of ten, because just because we had a little fun with the uh, chair shot question there, and there was eighteen total chair shots in that match. But uh, nothing really else to say about that. It was solid, um, kind of what I expected during the match, honestly. Uh, Mike, what was your thoughts? Yeah, I was shocked, honestly. I know Ray just returned, and it should have been like, well, he just returned. It should be obvious. But, you know, the whole rumors that Randy Orton versus AJ Styles for the championship at WrestleMania, yeah. kind of thought Randy would get the win, and that'd be kind of start setting up towards that, you know, him getting a win over Ray, going to the Rumble, having a good showing, and then, like, fighting some more legends and end up getting that title shot. Yeah. Because I don't think he'd win the Rumble because he just won it, like, two years ago. Yeah. So... Um, I was pretty shocked, but I'm the feud. I'm pretty sure they've still got quite a bit of. While. I'm pretty sure they'll be feuding all the way into the Royal Rumble match. Probably, yeah. I'd say this will be two more people. So if your people are listening at home and you're like, okay, so we've got Drew Ziggler and you know Finn. We'll have Ray. We'll have Orton. That's yeah. you know some of your bigger names that's in the Rumble match already, or uh-huh. are going to be in the Rumble match already. You know, so. Uh, I mean, it was pretty good. I guess seven point five out of ten. The spot Ray Mysterio slid. Oh, yeah. He he had the he had the chair up against his belly, and he ran and did that slide like he does out of the ring. But he had that chair and landed on Orton. That's a cool. Spot. Good spot. Yeah. And Ray hit him a lot with that chair and stuff like that. And I thought it'd be vice versa. I thought Orton would be the one offense the most, but no, Ray he beat the hell out of him. He did. The botch at the end, like a hernia he kind of did or whatever, oh, and yeah. the chairs. 
Because he's going to go for an RKO and he reversed it in her Karana roll-up. It, it, that was the harder for me. It was going to be a 7.75 out of 10, but that made it to a 7.5 out of 10 overall. Because yeah. that was a kind of a botchy spot. But they had some pretty decent spots, though, with the chair. I mean, those are spots you've seen a lot of and stuff. Chair in the corner, throw into. But overall, it was pretty physical, enjoyable match. I mean, uh, and like you said, I mean, we had it was out of five people, we had three pick... Ray and two picked Orton. So, I mean, it was a toss-up match. Yeah. So, that always makes the match a lot funner whenever it's a toss-up. So, um, but that's all I got to say about that match. Yep. And then we'll move on into the next match here. We had Nye versus Ronda Rousey for the Raw Women's Championship. Um, you know, this match was, I don't know. I wasn't a big fan of it. You know, you had the, um, you had Tamina Snook out on sidelines there with, with Nye. Uh, you had some it was pretty much your basic Ronda spots you had some couple you know judo throws couple uh, arm bar attempts um, things of that nature Nye you know being physical with Ronda there a couple times uh, it was just a basic match I, I again one of these matches is kind of like ah it was okay it wasn't nothing special it wasn't Ronda's best match and it wasn't Nye's you know best match on that in my personal opinion thought it was okay. Ronda ended up winning via submission with the arm bar as she's staring down Tamina while doing it. She's like, Tamina, look over here. Boom, she throws in the arm bar. Uh, you know, Ronda does her signature moves on that. She does a cool high-flying spot to the outside, which was a cool spot for Ronda. You don't see her fly too, too much. So, that was an okay spot in itself. Uh, if I had to grade it at a 10, probably uh, solid seven probably just around seven nothing really spectacular happened ronda wins with the uh, arm bar uh and as nye goes back to the the dressing room she's uh confronted with becky lynch she's like don't ever speak my name again boom she hits nine and she goes flying down to the floor um and that's kind of sets up maybe a potential match with them you know who knows we'll see um down the road but uh you know seven Nothing real to say. Seven out of ten. Ronda with the victory with the via submission. Mike, what was your thoughts? Uh, pretty disappointed. I thought their match at Money in the Bank was honestly, even though it was the interference at the end, it was setting up a lot better, I thought, than this match. I felt like the problem with Nia is I felt like they didn't use her power as much as I thought they could. I thought she could do more like grill press slams and stuff like that and just got her in the corner and just give her them big clotheslines. You know, I think she could have really punished her or used her weight like get on top of her and use that weight and like drive her elbow into her head you know i felt like she could have been really more physical with ronda than what she was yeah that's my problem with the match and like the ending and stuff like that and calling out like even though when she pointed it to me and i'm like okay i was like if you're not you're not even setting up a match like yeah. between to and ronda so what's the really the point right so uh, that that's really my biggest disappointment for the match i thought I thought Nia should have been more built. Because the way the whole match is built is like how tough she is and she's all this and that. I thought she could have been way more physical and it could have been a lot rougher. I give the match a 6.75 out of 10. It wasn't Ronda's best. I mean, Ronda, I mean, she didn't look bad. Yeah. But at that felt like at the same time, I'm just like, uh. But then like you were saying, you know, with the whole, yeah, she where she went up to her and said, oh, yeah, you, you know, I said I was going to get you and, you know, don't you bring my name up again. Then she laid her out. I'm like, ah, well, it's setting up more. And then, you know, then they showed up Rhonda a little later, her talking to Natalia in the back, and they was both talking. She's like, oh, you put them glasses on and that jacket is so cool. And then they come up for an interview with her, and Natalia's like, oh, okay, yeah, take this interview, you know. And then, basically, they're like, you said after you beat Nye, you'd uh, 
you would take care of Charlotte and all that. And she's like, did she say revenge a bee? Uh, revenge is a bee and I'm the baddest one of in the world or something yeah. like something to that effect. Yeah, so then that, that you know, that you figure we're setting something up or, so, you know, for them down the road and stuff, which we'll get into that a little later. Yeah. And uh, so that brings us into her next match. Daniel Bryan versus Daniel Bryan defending his championship. The new Daniel Bryan. The new one. The new Daniel Bryan, for the love of God. Don't <laughs> forget that. That's the new one. Versus uh, AJ Styles. Yep. Uh, this match was, I mean, it was a pretty solid wrestling match. I thought, you know, Daniel Bryan's new style, he'd been going slower and a little rougher and kind of weaseling his way out a little bit and stuff. And, yeah. I mean, it's pretty good. I mean, the match was – they did give them some quite a bit of time. I felt like it was a longer match. I don't know if that's just their fighting style or what, but it felt like it was a pretty decently long match. Yeah. But I felt like the match stayed the same about pretty much mostly all the way through, and then till the end it kind of heated up and picked up a lot. It was getting pretty good. Then we had a roll-up finish, and I'm like, ah. Oh. Not a, cl- a clean roll-up. A clean roll-up. AJ did a roll-up, and then Daniel Bryan rolled him up and then just pinned him. Couldn't have grab, I'm like, couldn't grab the tights. I'm like, something. I'm just like, really? That was kind of – that was my real down with this match. I mean, this match – we was literally talking about the announcers pretty much the majority of this match. And I told, I, like, even during the thing, I'm like, if you told me that Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles fought for the WWE Championship to end the year, and I'd be talking about the announcers, if he told me this a year ago, I would not have believed you. Yeah. I'd been like, that. you know, that's a dream match. It would have been awesome. It just, I don't know. The fans was kind of dead for it, and that always hurts when the crowd's not into it on the show. Yeah. The crowd honestly did not sucked pretty yeah. much for, for most me, part. San Jose, yeah, I thought it was really disappointing. I give the match a seven, seven and a half out of ten. I mean, was it a decent match? I mean, yeah, it was pretty good. Aspect wrestling wise, it had some pretty good spots, but I mean, it really didn't have nothing spectacular. No, it was like holy crap, this reversals and these, this, that, and then flipping around and getting out of submissions and stuff was awesome. No, they really didn't have. I mean, it was just it was okay. I mean, it was nothing great. But, uh, yeah, 7.5 out of 10, that's all i got to say about that. Yeah, and I'm in agreement there with you, Mike. It's just one of the matches, you know, I, I was really pumped up for, honestly, and, and it didn't kind of live up to the hype. Again, solid match. Seven. It's not the best that A.J. and Daniel can put on by no means. You know, obviously you had to, the roll-up finish, which kind of d- diminished it a little bit. Uh, you had a, so a couple cool spots. You know, I had a couple Daniel Bryan nice suplex and things of that nature, and you had A.J. do the 450 splash onto Bryan, which was cool. Obviously always cool to see, but, again, you know, not their best work in my personal opinion they, they, again solid match I could agree 7.5 out of 10 it's kind of where in the range I was as well on that uh, Daniel Bryan obviously won with the roll up so um, you know we'll see where it goes from there and I would have liked it more if they would have won if Daniel Bryan would have pulled the tights and won by a piss poor win you know pulling the tights and you know that kind of keeps AJ still strong which it still made AJ you know not look weak but you know he still got uh, rolled up clean 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 gene there so on that so i don't know we'll see where it goes from there uh they may potentially have another match at rumble or something like that to that effect who knows we'll see as smackdown goes on but um overall well that leads us into our next match there which was dean and seth for the intercontinental championship um i wasn't a big fan of this match honestly i didn't really like it that much it was uh, you know it, 
was pretty slow, to be honest. Not one of their best matches they've ever had by no means. I thought they've had a lot better matches than this. And I was excited going into this match wrestling-wise. Now, the feud itself was questionable again. But uh, match quality, I was like, this won't, you know, this will live up to the hype. And people was even chanting, this is boring during during that match. And that's, you know you know shocking you know with the fans but i mean it really was it just wasn't anything to go home about you know i don't really remember anything any big spots about it obviously the winner of the match was dean ambrose he did win straight up yeah no no ifs ands or buts he he won straight up and uh you know i was just disappointed yeah i like see i like dean you know winning the title that was you know that made the most sense on that if you know say it's going to go on to bigger and better things down the road uh, but Dean is your Continental Champion. That that was cool, and I, I was fine with that. But the way they did it, it was just kind of like the match wasn't very good. I didn't think I'd probably give it just a solid seven out of ten. With the aspect of Dean winning, it made sense, and uh, you know that's pretty much all I got to say about it. I wasn't very much of a fan of it. Mike, what do you got? Yeah, I was. Uh, th- that match was really disappointed. It should have been like a chairs. They needed gimmicks for that match. Yeah. I just don't understand how you make Corbin and them a TLC match, and it basically had no TLC in it at all. Exactly, yeah. And then it's just like it felt like the wrong matches had gimmicks, and the matches that needed gimmicks didn't have them. Exactly. Like, I felt like this match needed it, and the dang, uh, and I felt like, and the tag team needed it. Yeah. And it's like to the point earlier I meant to get into was about Strowman and them. If you knew Strowman weren't going to be able to fight, I wish they would at least did like a three-on-three just got rid of the Finn and Drew match, got rid of the Elias and Bobby Lashley match, and exactly. got rid of the Corbin. And they would just did three on three. And you could have went that whole entire route. And you could even have them take out Strowman beforehand. Yeah. And it's still even been like a TLC match. And then had Apollo Crews and all of them get into it. And ALP just had a big war fest basically out there. But that's all. I wanted to get that point out of the way. But, yeah, this match just, I don't know, fell flat to me. The crowd was chanting, this is boring, even during it. And it's just kind of like, well, you all are a crappy crowd anyways. But this match, <laughs> it, it just wasn't there for me. And it should have been. But I feel like, a, you know, they've already had a ladder match. So you know, But a chair match, they could have really been physical and yeah. beat the hell out of each other. Sure. So, I don't know. Um, Dean winning, that's not. I mean, every one of us had Dean in the yeah, packet kinda, and stuff. Yeah. I thought there'd be like a DQ finish because of them not doing a thing, but no, it was just a straight up victory. So, six point seven out of ten. Yeah. I mean, that might I make agree. some people mad listening, but I mean, I just I weren't feeling it. I wasn't either, honestly. I just, I mean, you and, and I don't know if it's just because they had so many matches in the card. Time we got to that match, I just I don't know. I just was not feeling that match. And it's like we've already was talkative out, so I mean we was paying attention to the match. Yeah. It's just we just wasn't really feeling it. No one was, I don't think. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, yeah, that's all I got pretty much to say about that. And I guess that just takes us to the main, main event, event. Yep. Uh, which was the SmackDown Women's Championship match, the TLC. That was the first SmackDown pay per view main event since uh, Fastlane earlier this year. We was at. Yep, so, we run through all. Yeah, and that was definitely yeah, that's true. You know, so that's that was neat and. But uh, overall, it was Becky versus Becky, the man defending her championship against Asuka, which a year from her TLC debut, and then uh, Charlotte Flair. Charlotte. So um, this match, uh, Asuka took the title. She's finally she won the SmackDown Women's Championship, which on the last podcast I said there was a pretty decent chance. I felt like she would be the. If, I was like, it'd be WWE needs to keep the belt on Becky. 
by the way, they're going to take it off of it. It'll be Oscar. And I'm like, it'll because mm-hmm. it's TLC. It's been a year. You didn't give it to Romania. I'm like, they'll reward her now. Yeah. But, you know, so I brought up earlier the whole point about the Ronda thing. So Becky and Charlotte's both about to go up and they're going for it and stuff. Then, boom, Ronda comes down. She pushes the ladder. It takes out Ronda and Becky. Oscar's yeah. like, what the heck? And, you know, looking around. And then she just climbs up and grabs it. One, and she's the champion. But, I mean, it had some pretty good spots, though. I mean, Becky took a, a power bar. She took a suplex where off of it or whatever yes. onto the ladder. That I'm was like, a physical spot. I was like, ooh. Yep. You know, and then uh, Charlotte's cannonball thing off the <laughs> fall off the top rope and through the table on Becky. That was a good spot. Yes. And then Charlotte power, or she did a spear Oscar through the barricade. Now, this was the match of the night, in my opinion. I yes. thought this was a good match. Mm-hmm. I thought it pretty much did everything that we thought it would be, you know. I just, you know, I'm just kind of dis, you know, I'm just kind of disappointed. I don't know, like the whole shakeup thing. I'm afraid, like I was saying even earlier in that night when we was watching it, I'm like, I was like, it's going to end up being Ronda versus Charlotte at Royal Rumble, even though they're on two different separate brands. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's probably what's going to be. But then I also said it'd probably be Nia versus Becky also since when she laid her out. I'm like, they're just going to – I'm like – Yeah. I was like, they might be actually getting rid of the brand split tomorrow. And I'm like, I hope not. Me too. That was my one thing. And which they might. I mean, I hope they don't. But it's kind of shaping up like that because there's time I shake up and all this and that. And it looks like Ronda's feeding with two people on SmackDown. And if she don't go to SmackDown, she's the Raw Women's Champion. Right. So, uh, the match was good, though. I'd give it... It was match of the night. I'd give it a... 8.65 out of 10. 0.65? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just because of the whole interference, even though we've seen it coming by a mile, I, I just... I don't know. I just kind of felt like... that was kind of, I'm not a cheap way for Oscar winning her first championship, but I would, I'd rather kind of seen this and then seen, like, you know, Charlotte or Becky or... Becky not like Charlotte gets screwed over and goes to like a table. Becky is able to fight and save herself. Oscar ends up getting her, you know. Yeah. I just kind of felt like that, but so I give it an eight point six five out of ten. I thought it was a good match though, but that's... yeah, yeah, and I, I'm in agreement one hundred percent there. I thought it was obviously the match of the night out of the whole card. Uh, I'd give it eight point seven five. Alex, I thought it was good. I had a good. Uh, bunch of physical spots a lot of chair shots and kendo stick shots and uh, table spots and all the the shapings up to be a good tlc match and oscar was surprised i didn't think oscar would win i thought she was like the the last one that could have won but again all of them made sense to win they all had their reasons to win and oscar was the the one who won and and i'm fine with oscar winning the title i didn't have no complaints about that you know, uh, and then setting up with Rhonda and on all this uh, feuding with Charlotte and Becky, we'll see where that goes down the road. Who knows? Uh, hopefully, it doesn't lead to it lead to a, like the brand split ending. That would kind of suck. But um, overall, eight point seven five out of ten had some good spots. Uh, match of the night, Oscar wins that, and uh, now Charlotte is five and one in triple threat matches now. So she was undefeated going into it, but uh, it is what it is. But overall, TLC. See, if we're grading the card and it's it's old self, I, I really wasn't a fan of it to be honest. I'd probably give it a seven point two five out of ten. Uh, just overall, kind of fell flat. Everything but the main event, pretty much. And you had uh, a couple shocking ones like the you know the Ruby and Natty end up being pretty good, um, and, and things of that nature. But the ones that should have did really good fell flat like dean and seth uh the smackdown uh tag team championships which they fell flat because of their match type i thought it wasn't a tlc or a ladder uh which that's no fault to them there on that that's just the way they booked it 
Uh, just a lot of them fell flat, I thought. 7.25 out of 10, I thought it could have been better, but again, I didn't really have the highest of hopes going in. The a card on paper looked pretty good going in, but just didn't live up to the hype to me. What do you think, Mike? Yeah, I mean, for a month ago, I thought the card was terrible, and then it kind of shaped up. I'm like, well, it might be pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just, I give it a 6.75 out of 10. Maybe a, no, I'm just going to give it a six and a half. Yeah. I just felt like your top, like your three most promoted matches, Corbin and Braun was nothing. Yeah. The IC title match sucked pretty much, in my opinion. Yeah. And then, I mean, the main event was good. That was the and that was the match I was most excited for in that and match. And they did main event, so that was the good thing about that. That lived up to my hype, and that was a good match. I enjoyed it. And Ronda and I wasn't very good. The tag match, I'm like, well, that'll be a really good match. Uh, even Finn and Drew, I'm like, well, they are two good workers, and that's you know, yeah. should actually be a pretty good match. To be no gimmicks and actually just a single match. Uh, Daniel the Bryan whole and AJ. Daniel, Daniel Bryan and AJ. That was one I thought should have been really pretty dang good. If those two are on the card and fighting against each other, there should be no excuses. That should be the one of the best matches of the night by far. Yeah. And it just didn't leave up. It just it. didn't. I never. I just never could really get into it. Yeah. And I don't know. Maybe a lot of it was the crowd tonight. They, they was not much. I agree. They just I don't know. They just I don't know. From the get-go, it seemed like they might be decent, and then they just never did live up to the hop. So I think last time they had a pay, I think they had a pay-per-view was a payback. And they wasn't good for that one either. So, I don't know. Nothing against anybody from San Jose or that was at the show, if you're listening. I just, the crowd on, you know, and in person it may have been super loud. On TV it wasn't. They was not good. When you're chanting this is boring in a match, I know you're voicing your opinion, but that really kills it from when you're watching on TV. Yes. Kills a match. That's just like the number one thing that just like, ugh. And then it's just like there at the end. They got mad as hell that Ronda screwed over Charlotte and Becky, but then went crazy when Oscar won cheering. I'm like, wait, what? I mean, I can understand them, you know, getting mad to a certain extent, but I mean, it's, it's, it'll build a storyline throughout the, and Oscar won and you guys are cheering at the end. It's like, okay, make up your mind on that. Yeah, it's like you're mad that she screwed them over, but then you're happy Oscar won. And it's, my only real problem, like, I wish they just kept the belt on Becky. She's really hot, and I'm afraid. I don't know, maybe it leads to bigger and better things, but I'm just kind of afraid. It's like she's been working so hard to win the title. She beats Charlotte twice straight, or, you know, actually beats her. Then she loses it. And it's yeah. like, really, she just couldn't have held it into Mania and been, like, the hottest thing in the company. Yeah. I was like, maybe, I mean, if it leads to a Becky versus Ronda match, for like the Raw Women's Championship or something, then that's huge. Yeah, maybe Becky wins Rumble or something. Yeah, like I mean, maybe it sets up some bigger. But if it does not lead to a Becky and Ronda match, I just don't think it was the right call. Right. And Which I'm pretty sure it's going to. I think they're going to do Charlotte versus Ronda at Royal Rumble, and then Becky probably wins the Rumble. But see, that's just like, man, she was just champion. Or hold off and maybe have a triple threat match at Mania or something. I don't even want the triple threat, honestly, though. That's my thing. Like, at Mania, I usually just like, in your championship matches, a one-on-one match. Majority of the time, that's that's old-school philosophy. I just like one-on-one. We've already seen Charlotte against her at Survivor Series, which they did the right thing by DQ in it. But then if you make her fight again at Royal Rumble. Now, if Charlotte don't fight at Royal Rumble, it's a totally different story. But if she fights her again at Royal Rumble, then that kind of just... 
which I could totally see what they might do. They may make Charlotte beat her Ronda at Royal Rumble. Becky wins the Rumble, and then it's a triple threat because Ronda will get her rematch, and then Becky will challenge Ronda. You know, I think that's honestly the way they might do it. My personal opinion, it might not be the most popular, but I think they would. Knowing WWE, they would probably do something. But the only thing that hurts that is there's two pay per views between WrestleMania and Royal Rumble. That's true. And it's like your rematch clause. You only, I mean, yeah. Three months later, it's like, well, now I'm going to use it at Wrestle. It's just kind of like, that's my only fault yeah, that's, with that that's whole thing. True. But that's something they'll probably do. She'll probably be, I'm going to use it at Wrestle. At Wrestle, yeah, yeah. Or so, they'll yeah. do an injury angle where she'll get the hell beat out of her. That's probably what they'll do. Or like they'll, a suspension angle, maybe, but go ahead. Yeah. yeah, that wouldn't shock me one bit. And then she returns, and I'm using my rematch clause. Yeah. And Becky's like, oh, great. That's what I wanted, you know. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, the triple threat will probably be good. I mean, but it's just, I'd rather see just a one on one any way they go. I agree. And, but I feel like Becky would be the, the more hopped match. I think the better match is Charlotte because Becky. Becky's pretty good in the ring, but she's at times her punches and stuff's not really the greatest. I think Charlotte's the better worker, but Char- Becky's the more entertainer, uh, entertainment of it all. Yeah. So I don't know, but overall the pay per view I thought besides the main event, pretty much all pretty much kind of fell flat for me. I and um, I don't know. I'm just hoping this shakeup and stuff like that, whatever they've got planned. And hopefully, they said they've got, and rumors are going around that WWE has huge plans for January. Something big is going to happen in January. Hmm. And, you know, to really pump things up and build it back up, the brands and stuff. So, I'm hoping they got something big. But, yeah, uh, overall, TLC, I give it a six and a half. And uh, you may be hearing about it again here at our award show and here at our next podcast. So, I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, it was not... I mean, we had fun watching it, but as overall, as a wrestling fan, it's kind of like it's like basically Raw last month drew into the pay per view, and it was kind of like about the same thing. It was like, well, I don't know why we got our hopes up so much, anyways, because of Raw and there's been so bad. You, yeah, maybe that's the thing. Where Raw and there's been so bad, it's like, well, at least pay per view has to be pretty decent. But uh, I mean, it was just decent. It was not. It was just an extended raw with just wrestling matches. I felt like pretty much. I'm in agreement there, Mike. Like I said, it just it all fell flat in my personal opinion. But uh, like I said, that's our thoughts on TLC. Hopefully, like I said again, we'll be back here probably in the next a week or so after Christmas. Here we'll be back uh, with our year in review. We'll kind of give our categories here. We'll t- we're uh, seeing message or uh, posts out about our categories and things of that nature and and you know things of that nature. If you guys want to comment on these. Um, categories that we have, like we'll have best match of the year, like most improved, and you know things of that nature. We'll get it. We'll talk about categories a little bit later on into the weeks, but we'll be back after the first of the year, giving our award show or year in review, like we do each year. So be on the, the lookout for that. But you can always follow us on all social media: Pro Wrestling Talk, Pro Wrestling TLK, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Follow me at Travis Terry Two on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Um, you can uh, find the podcast anywhere on, uh, like I said, Apple iTunes, you can follow it on SoundCloud, Anchor, or Podomatic, wherever you want to hear your podcast there on that. You can find us on there. Give, uh, give us a uh, rating and review if you don't mind on iTunes. That helps us out. Uh, applaud the show on uh, Anchor. Send you in your thoughts. If you want to be a part of the show, send in your thoughts, and we can definitely try to use you on the podcast there on that. 
Um, now, shout out to uh, Waste of Time Pod. Get your gaming fix on with Andrew, which is a part of Andrew's pub, which the time restraints for Andrew to watch, you know, he'll be catching the pay-per-view tomorrow if you're listening to this. So, uh, no Andrew's pub segment, but he'll be back on the next year in review. Him and Patrick's Corner as well. Um, but, Mike, you want to go ahead and give your shout outs and things of that nature? You can follow me at MHO21. That's M H S H O W 21. That's on Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitter. Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I forgot something on Facebook. There. There. Facebook, yeah, you had me on PlayStation that. Network. Uh, shout out to Andrew V182. Yep. Blink182. <laughs> <laughs> Grow up, Andrew. <laughs> Uh, but uh, uh, oh, and a shout out to Wrestle Rumble. They did not have one for this one, but yes. go go follow Wrestle Rumble on Twitter, and they got their Facebook or their Facebook page, and they got their website wrestlerumble.com. Mm-hmm. They will be having a huge giveaway for the Royal Rumble. I know they will. Last year it was like a thousand dollars. First place, second place. Got the eagle winged belt yeah. last year and like a hundred or two hundred bucks. I can't remember what it was. I got yeah. got a couple hundred dollars and I got like a the Repka title. Five hundred bucks, pretty much on the title on yeah, that. Yeah, so I was pretty thrilled with that. Yes. And so, and then they'll have one for NXT too. So or NXT Phoenix. Phoenix. So uh, yeah, go over and definitely follow Wrestle Rumble. Check them out. Follow them. Like them. They'll have more details and stuff like that. Right. And like he said, our Christmas special still going on until Christmas. You know, so it's not too late. If you need a Christmas gift or something like that for someone, go over to Collar and Elbow yep. and use the at the checkout, capitalize PWT, all caps. And then, like we said, just uh, take a snap, snap screenshot or take a picture of your confirmation and stuff like that. Send it to us. And uh, I'll, we'll, we'll pay for your shipping and handling. So, you know, that's especially we're doing for Christmas is a reward to people. So don't be afraid to send that to us. We're de- I mean, we're all for real. I will PayPal you myself personally. So, sure. you know, it's not a scam. I'm legit about it. I don't care. That's, you know, just a, you know, promotion we're due. So, yeah. and like he said, go over on iTunes and stuff like that. Our Facebook page and review us. Give us five stars if you don't mind. God, give us no stars if you want. Just say we're absolute. Or no, give us five give stars. Give us five stars. Give us five stars, but just you can tell me I'm absolute garbage. Yeah. I don't care. That five stars all we're looking for. Yeah, and go over and check out uh, Andrew Van Stone on iTunes and stuff like that. And check out his Facebook page and stuff like that. Yep. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much TLC in 2018 in uh, books, kind of, even though 2008. Well, yeah, our next podcast will probably be in January. 2019, yeah, we'll be It might be technically, we might do it a little, like a, a couple of days before. It, it, basically, it's that's the end. this was our end of 2018. Yeah, this is it for 2018. We'll be back next year, you guys. And that seems like a long way away, but that's really just about two or three weeks away. So be on the lookout there for our year in review, and we'll see you guys back at the next uh, show, which is our year in review. Peace.